brain because there's, and it can be cliche sometimes, but there's so many things that I can testify in my life that God has done. From the time I was very, very small up until now. And I mean, it's just amazing what God, and a lot of you know that, and a lot of you can feel that way. But in per, for preparing for tonight, I kept coming back to the scripture, and I'm actually teaching a Bible study lesson tomorrow to the women at Haven of Peace on this, and that's found in Isaiah 43, um, 18 and 19, if you want to read along, you can. And it says, Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing, now it shall spring forth, shall ye not know it. I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And the reason why that spoke to me so strongly is because this year has been probably the hardest of my entire life, of my 31 years. I just turned 31. And I can honestly tell you there have been times where I feel like I'm in the middle of a desert. And by saying that, it's to say that there's no direction sometimes. Because when you're in a desert, you don't necessarily know where you're going. And there's no water. And there's a lot of times when I'm praying and I'm crying and I'm seeking after God. And, you know, you have those moments. I'm just going to be really honest where you're like, God, where are you in all of this? How does this make sense? And when I read that, I just felt in my spirit that God was saying, don't look at the things that were before you came here to Lathrop, California, and came to this church. I am going to do a new thing, not just through me, but through all of us, for this city, Amen. and for this church, Amen. and for this time. I believe in my whole heart that God is going to do new things, and the best is yet to come. Amen. I'm here to stand here tonight and tell the devil, we are not defeated, That's we right. are not depressed, Amen. we are not chances and third chances and fourth chances and on down the line. Amen. God never gives up on His people. That's right. Amen. God never gives up on His people and I'm thankful. Amen. And I echo those words. Amen. The best is yet to come. Amen. Not just for my life but for your life. Amen. And for your family and for this church. The best is truly yet to come. If we'll stay with our knees to the floor seeking the face of God 
and stay faithful and, and committed to the Word of God, amen, great things will happen yes. in your right. life and in our church. Yes. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. And we also would like to have Sister Camarina come. Amen. She's been preparing. Amen. And uh, it's been it's been one of those weeks. Amen. Uh, but I believe that uh, as somebody goes through things in their life, amen, it simply prepares them for what God uh, wants to do through them. Amen. In their lives. Amen. Oftentimes we wonder why are we going through things. And so uh, it is a process that if we will allow God to take us through it, amen, we will be refined as pure gold. Uh, and I have a lot of respect for my, my mother, amen, uh, elder sister Camarina, amen. There's two sister Camarinas in the house now. Maybe one day there'll be three sister Camarinas in the house, amen. amen. And uh, we'll keep praying about that, hallelujah, amen. But we are looking forward to what God has for sister Camarina. She has spoken several times uh, at different ladies' events um, and spoken, I think, a time or two in a regular service. Here in times past, and uh, my mother, Amen. Sister Cameron is a woman of prayer and the Word, Amen. There's uh, many times you can go visit my parents uh, and find my mom in the back room praying, or with her Bible out, just studying and reading and uh, devouring the Word of God. And uh, that's a quality that Amen that every woman should aspire to have is to uh, be more like Christ. And so uh, we want Sister Cameron to come and just obey the Holy Ghost and talk to us for a while. I mean, let's welcome her as she comes. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Tonight, I'm a little nervous. I've been preparing this actually for over a month now. And little did I know that I was actually going to be going through this this weekend. You know, my topic tonight is trials. And this is not just for the women. This is actually for the whole church. Um, it actually starts out over 40 years ago when I was uh, about to become baptized in the name of the Lord. My first pastor asked me, how long are you going to serve God? And I kind of thought about it. And I says, well, all the days of my life. He says, okay, that's good. You're ready to get baptized. And, you know, we've got to really think about that. Are we in this for the long haul? Are we yeah. just going to bail out when things mm -hmm. kind of get rocky? Mm -hmm. um, there's a story in Mark chapter 4. If you want to turn there, you're welcome to turn to Mark 4. And we're going to read verse... Verse 37... This is talking about a storm. The disciples were in a boat, and there was a storm. It says, And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, Jesus was, asleep on a pillow, not a care in the world. And they awoke him and said, Master, carest thou not that we perish? Sometimes we go through trials and we say, God, like Sister was just saying, where are you? Don't you see that I'm going through this? I can't make it. I'm weak. 
I don't know how to go through this. I've never been through this before. Yeah. God, yeah. don't you care? And he arose, verse 39, and he rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And you know, we can have peace in the midst of our storms, in the midst of our trials. Doesn't matter what we go through, which you may go through tomorrow. We can have peace. First Peter talks about Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened to you. But rejoice, inasmuch as you are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, you may be glad also with exceeding joy. And James, chapter 1, talks about um, trials as well. James 1, 2. It says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations or various trials, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect or complete and entire, wanting nothing. And you know, we're going to be tried. Our faith is being tried. And you know, to be honest with you, trials are the best thing that could ever happen to us. That's right. We shouldn't seek after, oh Lord, give me trials. No. (laughs) When it comes, you're going to experience a time of growth spiritually. That's true. You're going to examine yourself. You're going to be cleansing because you're going to be crying. You're going to be talking to God. And you're going to reflect. You're going to be inspired. And there's going to be new beginnings in our lives because through those storms, through those trials that we go through, it's molding us, it's helping us to be purified, to be cleansed because we're cleansing our heart and our soul. And one thing that I want to mention is our attitude in those times of trial. What is our attitude going to be like? Oh, God, you know, I can't go through this. And, you know, there's a a phrase that I've heard many times over and over again. And it's just like, I can't do this anymore. Ever heard that? You know what? Shame on you. Don't ever say, I can't do this anymore. That's like saying, uh, husband and wife, to yourself. I can't do this anymore. I'm getting out. What if the disciples were in that ship at sea and they, they were so afraid, oh Lord, you don't care about us. You know, the water's coming in and the boat's rocking and we're about ready to die. What if they bailed out? They would have drowned it. They would have perished. Yeah. You know what? Sure. We don't talk like that. We talk faith. Yeah. Amen. That's right. We don't say I can't do this anymore. We've got to be more mature. Amen. we got to grow up. Yeah. I'm talking to me. Yes. Me and you. Amen. We don't have an attitude that, you know, if it don't work out, if I don't, God doesn't see me through this, I'm quitting. I'm out of here. Yeah. You know, Jesus was our example. There is a verse in Matthew 26. 
If you want to turn there, Matthew 26. And this is when he was praying in the Garden of Gethsemane. Verse 36 through 39. It says, Then cometh Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane. And he saith unto the disciples, Sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. Then he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Then he saith unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me. And he went a little further and he fell on his face. We should be doing this when we're going through our trials. Amen. We should be doing what Amen. Jesus did. Amen. Find a place of prayer. Fall on our faces. Yeah. And it says, and he fell on his face and he prayed, saying, Oh, my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. In other words, Lord, I don't want to go through this. This hurts. This is hard. It's painful. I don't want to go through this. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. He was willing, saying, Lord, I will go through this because it's your will and not right. my will. Amen. Yeah, that's right. And we have to get that attitude. We have to have the attitude of a servant. There's um, in Philippians, Philippians 2, 5, it says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, and skipping on verse 7, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men and being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and he became obedient unto death. We've got to become obedient in our trials, saying, Lord, Amen. I'll go through this. Yeah, that's right. I'll do what you want. That's right. Yeah. That's not right. my will, because my will is not your will. That's right. The Bible says that his ways are not our ways. That's right. But you know, we grow through obedience. There's another that's scripture good. in Hebrews chapter 5. I think this will be my last one. I'm overwhelmed with so many scriptures, but Hebrews 5, verses 7 and 8, it says, Who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death and was heard in that he feared, though he were a son, yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. And you know, we're learning obedience and being submissive to God through the things that we suffer, that we go through. Right. Jesus wasn't exempt from it because he was the Son of God. Right. Why would we be exempt from sufferings, from trials, right. from going through necessities, needs, afflictions, sicknesses? We're not exempt. Yeah. And just as Christ was an example, you know, he prayed with strong Strong crying and tears. Right. And he was willing to be obedient. And it, you know, it never feels good to have to go through something. You know, years ago we had an evangelist come to our church. I don't remember who, who it was, but he gave me a word from the Lord. He says, Sister, he says, You're not done. 
You think you're going through trials now? It's going to get worse. And I was just like, oh, God, I'm already going through so much I can't take anymore. But, you know, I had to go to the Lord in prayer. Amen. And, you know, there's going to be times where you may be going through something so difficult and you feel like, God, I cannot pray. I don't know how to pray. And God will lay your name on somebody's heart and pray the intercessory prayer on your behalf when you're unable. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean that we don't pray because you can't. You've got to keep continuing. Even if all you can do is just cry because tears are a language that God understands. And you know, I heard a cute little thing on the radio a couple days ago. It's called the rubber band technique. You know rubber bands, you get them and you stretch them. We're like rubber bands. We are stretched and stretched. And rubber bands aren't no good if you can't stretch them. So we're stretched beyond measure sometimes. But 2 Corinthians tells us that his strength is made perfect in weakness. And when I am weak, then am I strong because I'm on my knees. Yeah, amen. And last one, Isaiah 43. Sister Lauren, you... We're on the right path there. (laughs) Isaiah 43. Verse 2. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. And I want to tell you, the Lord is with us. He's going to strengthen us. This week has been the toughest week, I think, that I've gone through in a long, long time. And, you know, it's been very difficult. And um, I know there's more that's coming ahead. But, you know, I told the Lord a couple nights ago, and we had prayer, Lord, I'll go through what i got to go through if you will help me, if you will strengthen me. And, you know, I can honestly say he is faithful. Yeah, that's right. I didn't know how I was going to get up here without crying and bawling my eyes out, but God has strengthened me, and yes. I appreciate him. And I just want to encourage you, when you go through those trials, please don't say, I can't do this anymore. Say, Lord, I will go through whatever you want me to go through yes. if you will help me. Amen. That's right. Amen. Love you all. given us the word tonight. Amen. That though we go through uh, struggles and trials and issues in life. Amen. If we'll find a place to pray. Amen. As Jesus did in the garden. Amen. Uh, As Jesus got ready to go through that darkest night of his life. Amen. Uh, With all of hell raging against him. Amen. He made it a priority. I'm going to find a place to pray. I'm going to find a place to get on my face before God. And I'm going to reach out. Amen. And, and that would be our, our admonishment tonight. Is if we as a church. Amen. When we go through things. When we're dealing with issues and adverse things in our lives. Amen. The, uh, the solution is not to just find. Amen. Uh, a, a counselor in some, some yellow page phone book. 
Amen. It's not to find, amen, uh, some friend to call up and vent, even though some of those things are okay sometimes. Amen. But the most important thing is we find a place to pray. And we say, God, like Sister Camarina said, God, if you this trial is from you, God, I'm not going to pray you deliver me, God. I'm going to pray you help take me through it, God. And that on the other side, amen, I would be stronger, amen, and I would be that individual, that person that you called me to be. Amen. God, it's his plan for us not to stay the same way as we are tonight. Amen. God has brought you to this place and God has uh, done many things in our lives and in this church to bring you to where you are. But this is not the end game. Amen. God still wants to take you further in him. God still wants to elevate you higher in him. Amen. God still has a place for you to go on your knees in prayer. Amen. Through the preached word of God. Amen. Through altar call after altar call. Through prayer meeting after prayer meeting. Amen. God, I don't want to be the same way that I am tonight. But God, I want to go further in you, God. I want to go higher in you today, God. There's yet more that you've got in store for my life. There's yet more that you've got in store for my family. Amen. And the one sure way to know, amen, that there's more that God has for your life is you can look oftentimes at your present circumstances and oftentimes those that are destined to do great things for God. Amen. They go through trials. They go through afflictions. They go through storms and through temptations and the struggles of life. And it's because all hell fights the people of God. Hallelujah. Because there is great things that God has in store for His people. Hallelujah. Moses from a child. Amen. He went face to face with alligators in the Nile River. Amen. Dealt with many adverse situations. But it was because God had His hand on that young boy. God had His hand on that young child. Amen. And that little basket floating down the river. And God has His hand on this church tonight. God has His hand on the Abundant Life Center. God's got His hand on me. And God's got His hand on you tonight. Oh, let's lift our hands and let's give Him praise. And let's worship Him. Oh, we love you, Jesus. We praise you tonight. We magnify you. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. We give you the praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And the storms, amen, it's so important that we don't just cry. We don't just cry our way through the storms and through the trials of life. Amen. But it's going to be in, in, in certain times of your life that if you will praise Him in faith, if you will praise God, amen, with trust and obedience to the Lord. God, I'm going to praise you in my circumstance. I'm going to praise you, God, in my trial. I'm going to praise you, God, no matter what hell throws against me. I'll lift my voice and I'll magnify you, Lord. Oh, let's clap our hands and let's worship Him one more time. God, I will praise you. God, I will magnify you.
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Why don't we stand to our feet? Amen. Amen. So important, amen, to let the word get in our hearts, to get in our souls. Amen. The people of God should be a victorious people. Amen. I realize that there's many times, amen, you go through things, amen, and uh, you, you're weeping before the Lord. But there ought to be times in your walk with God where you say, I don't care what people hear outside my house. Amen. I'm just going to dance. I'm going to jump. I'm going to yes. shout. Yes. I'm going to praise the Lord. Yes. I'm going to worship Him. That's right. Amen. I'm going to stomp on the head of the devil. Yes. Amen. Yes. And it's so important that we get that revelation. I'm going to praise God. No matter what's going on around me. The devil, amen, he cannot take your joy away. Unless you allow him to take it. Unless you, you give it back to him. Amen. You give it away. Amen. But God wants you to realize the importance of your praise and your worship tonight. Amen. Why don't we do that in this place before we let out? And why don't we let out a shout of praise? Amen. Why don't we let out our worship and our praise to the Lord? Come on. Why don't you lift up your voices and make a joyful noise unto the Lord? God, I praise you because you're on the throne tonight. God, I Come on, let that praise 